This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Scott Kaplan joins us. Uh, Cappy, what's up, man? Mace, it was great to be with you, in particular on Saturday evening. Yes, it was great to see you. Yes. And and the lovely Rachel, who I spent some time with. Yes, and I also spent time with the very, uh, I don't know, hard-to-find Juan. Yes, you know? reclusive. No, yes, he, reclusive. He was right there. Yeah, no, he's right. But generally speaking, oh, little, in general, he, a little yeah. reclusive. Like, had a good conversation. I yeah, Rachel like I seemed spend, like she was having a great time. She was, but I felt like I had to spend time with Juan because I figure I don't know how many times I'm going to get with him. Although we have decided mm-hmm. that uh, we do have a, a little summer plan coming. Really? What's the plan? <laughs> I haven't well, been told. I've not well, been you, consulted on this. You have been consulted have on I? this. Did, did we not talk about no all hanging out together? I was, at, I was gummied up, so I don't remember anything from oh, Saturday. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. You had good gummies, too. Yeah, thank you. Those huckleberries are good. Those huckleberries, those wild huckleberries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're good. They call them mm-hmm. chuckleberries. Yes. Very fun. So what are we doing? I forget. We're going to Del Mar. Oh, yeah. We're going to Del Mar. Now, are we going to opening? No, we can't go opening day. No, not opening day. We're. I think we're going to go the Friday after opening day. Yeah, so that would be the 28th. The 28th. Of and, July. And are we doing, can we do the show live from Del Mar? We could. I mean, could, we easily. figure it out, but... Are you guys paying for it? Well, what do you need to pay for? Cappy, Cappy's got Listen to Beto. Listen to what Beto's saying. Cappy's got it. The mayor's got it. Listen to what Beto's saying. I got it. I'll engineer. Great. You'll you'll engineer. Great. Sure. I'll engineer. Let's do it. Mason, Mason, go there. You can just plug into his comment. Talk about an ill-fated tour. Mason's up high years. Our engineer. Yeah, I'm all, I've done great. If you guys want to do that, we share a headset. Be perfect. So share a headset. Crosstalk. So try to put. The Michael Thompson house into perspective. Like, words don't even describe how beautiful that home is. <laughs> Without giving yeah, too many details of where he lives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't have to say that. Well, I think everybody knows. But let's not say it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful house. I'll tell you what, man. That is, that is a spectacular place. Uh, the view, the train tracks underneath, the beach off in the distance, the water crashing. I mean, dude, it's it's quite a spectacular house. I mean... Uh, I don't know if it's ever been featured in like Architectural Digest or any of those kinds of magazines. No, it's brand new. It, oh, really? Like, How new is it? Uh, this was only the second time they've ever hosted anybody there. Really? And this but, was I mean, the largest gathering that they've had. It's only two years old. Oh, yeah. two years? Yeah. Re- recently I mean, built. Yeah. I mean, they should definitely do something. Some sort of Architectural Digest should uh, should do a story on it. Because well, it Michael's stands wife, out in the neighborhood. You Michael's know? wife, Julie, is like part of the designing she and did all that stuff. She, she did, did the whole thing. Um, so, Michael you know, has just one room, and it's a mess. It was mm-hmm. an honor to be in Julie's home mm-hmm. on uh, exactly Saturday. It. And Michael home. was there, too. <laughs> Michael was also and Michael the food, the putting green. The food was killer. Well, food the, was outstanding. The food is the chef, Chef Bill. Chef yep. Bill is a chef. Well, you've seen him at Dodger Stadium. He yeah, cooks he's for the a clubby lot of, guy, right? Not the, the visiting clubby team. Guy. Cooks for the visiting. He cooks team. for the visiting teams. Yeah. So when Clay got hurt the second time, they brought him in. 
and essentially lived with him, and he was feeding Clay around the clock healthy food to help with the recovery of the inflammation. So that's the relationship they got. But he's he feeding the Yankees when they come to town. All the right. team, major teams that come to town, he's their chef. Yeah, it's interesting. So the visiting team actually hires a chef to yep. do the food in the clubhouse, and Chef Bill is the guy that he's gets— He's one of them, yeah. He's one of the guys that gets hired a lot. So yeah. he must be incredible. Oh, oh he's good. He was really I, good. Uh, I would use that guy. Really and by the way, a veteran— uh, Chef yeah. Bill and Super nice wants to come in for our Veterans Day show this year, which listener we listener to the station too. Absolutely, he's a P one Cappy Jackson mm-hmm. who was there That's working. Right. Also, was like, hey, that Cappy, that Mason, yep, yeah, good, yep. Dude. Tell you what, it was funny though, uh, Mace. I think you left, and all of a sudden there's this cute dog walking around. Yeah, I figured they, what I hear. I figure they must have let the dog out of another room or something. Yeah. People, there's fewer people in the house, so I start. Hugging up on this dog, you know, and I, I kind of have the same conversation with all dogs. It really doesn't matter whose dog. What's it the conversation matter what breed like? Of dog. It kind of oh, goes wow. like this. It kind of goes like this. Mason goes, "Oh, hello, doggy. Oh, hello, <laughs> hello, little doggy." That's John Ireland's old man voice. Hello, how are you, little doggy? How are you? You know, little, little, little boy. And, and, yeah, and so I'm. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, yeah, oh, little boy. Oh, that oh. sounded like a guy in a van. <laughs> <laughs> can you help me Down with my couch? <laughs> that sounded. Can, can you really... help me put my couch into my van? That is bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little little boy. <laughs> but even today, I, I was walking home today, um, and I, I was walking on this trail, and there's this guy who stops me with it. He's got this dog. And his dog comes up and starts petting me or like licking on my knee or something. And I look down at the dog. I'm like, hello. Hello, little doggy. Oh, hello. Isn't that hello. your Adam Sandler impression? It is sort of my Adam Sandler. It is kind of a weird thing. Like, this is Adam Sandler meeting a dog. Oh, hello, little doggy. How Did are you? Did you get on the floor with the dog? Um, at Michael's house? Yeah. I don't. I didn't quite get on the floor. Carlo the... did. Carlos Isu. He was on the floor with Rocco. Well, you see, I didn't know who Rocco was. What? Okay, well, Rocco's got a bubble. Rocco is famous. I know. I know. Well, I know this now. Oh, okay. you didn't know. So I was like, so I, I'm talking to Rocco. I'm like, hello, little doggy. Hello. Like, little, he's you? a big old bulldog. Doug. Little boy. Hello, little doggy. Hello. And so I'm talking to this dog. But I don't know that this dog is famous. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. So, so everybody's like, dude, you don't know who you're talking to right now. I'm like, who am I talking to? That dog probably has more Instagram followers. Oh, than absolutely. You. Oh, like like 20 times more. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't realize that the dog was so famous. And then, you know, now Clay is there. Right. You know? And Mace, I think you've left by this I time. I did leave by yeah, this Clay time. I would have loved to Nobody see paid Clay. attention to him because they were like, Rocco, Rocco, Rocco. Rocco got all the attention. Rocco all the shine. like a star. Well, the other reason I think Clay... I mean, look, he stands out in a room, obviously. He's taller than everybody. He's a very good-looking young guy. But what's interesting is now he's home. Mm-hmm. So now so now you're not with Clay, the 40-plus million-dollar champion superstar of the NBA. Right, like George interviewing him on the sidelines kind of thing. Not like that. Yep. Now you're in his house with his mom and dad, and you're just kind of hanging out, and he's got, like, regular guy problems. Because I guess he dropped his phone or something. Oh, no. And needed a new phone. And Carlo is like, you know, Carlo's our, our tech guy, our, yeah, it, our smart guy on the spot. He's a wizard. And Carlo's like, uh, I'd love to help you with your phone. That'd be my absolute pleasure. Carlo's like, I'm living a dream right now. I'm helping Clay with his phone. I'm like, now that's cool. That's super cool. Very cool. Rocco has 65,000 followers. Whoa. R-O-C-C-O dot Thompson. Uh, he has his own hashtag, living. Like Rocco. Living like Rocco. Yeah. He, nice he dog. has an LAFC cap. So I got a dog question as while we're talking about Oh, dogs. I heard the dog dilemma. 
We're mm. getting another duck. This is actually slightly uh, different. Are you sure about that? Yeah, Not what no. I was told. My this a this is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So, so we got a dog, Ron. Uh, we got him six months ago, seven yeah. months ago. Something. Shout out, Ron. And Ron has developed a bald spot, which I've never take seen. Take him to like on uh, like one of those Bosley places or Taking, something. What I was thinking about. Tell me, tell me more about what you're concerned about. <laughs> Why are you about? looking at the Kamineski <laughs> brother here? No, 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 no. I, I, I feel simpatico with Ron. I can help out with So Ron, on, me, his, on his left hip, has got this big old bald spot, okay. and nothing is growing there. Right. So I'm not going to shave his entire body the way you shaved your entire head, but I'm wondering if he needs a merkin. A merkin? Well, you know what a merkin is? No. I know what a merkin is. So, so What's that? describe a merkin, Andy. A merkin is basically a a patch of hair that is used to cover the private parts of an actress doing a nude scene. Correct. What the hell's going on in this? Wait, so, so but what, what I'm saying is Wait, a merkin what? like a little merkin for his bald spot? Wait, like a merkin is like a wig for your private parts? Yes. Like yes, essentially, if you are covering up or I don't know, not representing yourself whatever but using it, you're using that to cover it, to represent <laughs> i can't believe they still have these merkins they do in 2023 have, uh, no because because nobody's got nobody's got that toupee going on down there anymore <laughs> I described it correctly. You did describe it right on the money. So what do I do with the bald spot? Do I take him to Bosley? Do I get him a Merkin? Do I get him a a snap-on? What does he tell you? Does he say, ooh, Mason? Oh, hello. Hello, dude. No. No, he talks like this. See? He's from the 30s. See? (laughs) That's how Oh, bald spot's embarrassing me, see? I go to the gym joint and look at the legs on that dame. Look at the stems on that dame. Come over here. None of the dames are giving me the time of day because they see my bald spots, eh? Now, you've heard about... uh, Sophie's got a voice, too. That's Ron's voice. He's 30s talk. Mm -hmm. Sophie's like this. It's a little bit like your Adam Sandler. Hello, this is Sophie. Hi. Oh, hello, little Sophie. Hello, Kathy. How are you? The all-star break. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly the all-star break. Does Sophie make fun of the bald spot? Yeah, she does. I make fun of it all the time. (laughs) I say, you look like a Kamenetsky. You guys are sober, right? Oh my Mostly? god. <laughs> Mostly? Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Does does Ron seem self-conscious of it? He does. Oh really? He seems embarrassed. He like when he sits down he like lays on favors one, one side. He favors one mm-hmm. side. Don't it is weird though. I've never seen a dog with the Why don't you do this? Why don't you put him a why don't you put a sweater on him like one of those doggy I sweaters? I don't so believe in season. dog clothes. In fact, this, I find this to be embarrassing. <laughs> be about, like, he doesn't have a Rams poncho? No, he does not. I find this to be the most embarrassing, one of the most embarrassing stats for the United States of America there is. What one is that? Of, Tell us. America, how much do you think Americans spent on dog clothes last year, 2022? Don't get me started. I, hate I don't know, man. Like, Three and a half like, billion I'll, dollars. No, come on. Billions? No, uh, half, a, half a billion. Half a billion. Yeah, I'll just say 100 Cappy? million. I'm going to go low. Correct answer, $5 billion. No! We live in a country where people spent $5 billion on dog clothes Dude, last year. You could have had SoFi Stadium. No, I don't believe in dog clothes. Good, you have standards. Exactly. Yeah. I don't like it either. By the way, my dogs, the, the idea of a dog putting on a sweater, they hate it. They absolutely hate it. But $5 billion on dog clothes. Well, I, I saw a guy yesterday... And his dog had, and I swear to you, on all four of his paws, 
dog had running shoes on all four. Oh, that's just <laughs> legitimate, like legit running shoes. You know really? those dog influencers out there, right? These well, doggies that are like dressed up all the time. Well, it's a combination of social media, yeah. being able to share this stuff, and I think also the pandemic. People were bored. So they, they all dressed up their dogs. Yeah, no, for real. Like those yeah. Pomeranians are really popular on Instagram. I was on a, yeah, I took a picture of a Pomeranian. And it turns out the Pomeranian had like 1.2 million followers yeah, on Instagram. A bunch of I was like, are there. you kidding me? That Pomeranian has that many that followers? Is it fluffed out? How could that, if by, totally fluffed out. By any chance, was this Pomeranian named Boo? Do you remember? No, I do not Because recall. my daughter, when she was little, used to read these books about essentially like a dog influencer. And that one of them was a Pomeranian. It was named Boo. Boo. It, like That's Boo had Laura's like a, boyfriend's name. Boo, Boo had a few uh, books. I hung out with Boo the other day, yeah. Yeah, me too. Speaking of Boo... Laura, we met your uh, we met your boo on saw your boo on uh, Saturday night at Michael. Did, did he have a good time? He did. He had a great time, that kid. Yeah. You know, we had to keep him away from Cappy a little bit. You know what's weird? He does smell delicious. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> soap. I told you. He, he showers, yeah. you know? Yeah. Normal. It's the hair product. That's what it is. I think no, that's what it is. No, it's his cologne. That and the combination of the hair product. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of hair. Cappy, what are you going to do with no... Uh, there's not really any particular sports story that is burning away today. What do you and Beto intend to do? Well, I think we're going to go hardcore today, I think. Hardcore? I think we're going to break it down. Jovan Buha? Definitely. You know, what, you know it's a big deal when Jovan Buha's on. Right. We got Mark Spears in Vegas, too. Mark right. Spears. Well, yeah. Wemby got shut down. We got to break that down. Yeah, Wemby's done. What did you think of Wemby? Well, Friday night. The guy you know, from the Spurs. When he was supposed to. <laughs> yeah. When he was supposed to explode. He had right. like scored six points on when Friday. He, when he was supposed to score 100 points, or it was a major disappointment. I was pretty let down. Did you watch game two? Uh, not really. Because he scored, what, 27, 27 I think? Yeah. Yeah. Are you already yeah. out on him? No, I'm not already out on him. Um, actually, like I, I got to save this sort of like intense breakdown. Oh, yeah, save it. But, save but it. I'm telling you right now, there's some really intense... Like film study that went into some strong opinions that are coming your way. You <laughs> didn't so. even see his second game, and you created film study just from game one. Yes, from game one, I, I did some film study, and it's probably better to watch him when he's not scoring twenty-seven points and you know getting twelve boards. It's probably better to watch him struggle a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I've done some some real you know some real study up. Wow, I think you guys are gonna be impressed. Hey, Cappy, did you take the the goodie bag home on Saturday? Which goodie bag? The one Michael was handing out. No, I missed that. Yeah, I see. I missed it too. Everybody Damn. got a bottle of Camus and an elephant and a bunch of and food. a watch and a no. watch. No, get yeah, it, everybody got a watch, an elephant, a bunch of food, and a bottle of Camus and a, I don't Cuban buy cigars that. and Cuban cigars. All of it. I'm not buying that. One if big it's true. It was a dozens swag and bag. dozens of crab legs, paella. Yeah, the paella was crazy. paella was fire. I Absolute did walk fire. out with those Snickers uh, dessert. Oh, dude, things. did you eat those on the way oh, home? Of course I did. Cappy, you didn't take one of those elephants. No, I didn't see him. I didn't see elephants. See, that wasn't you weren't. Oh no, to no, take no, no. Hold on a second. No, no. I'm check me on that. Yeah. Beto pointed it out to me earlier. He said, "Hey, Cap, you know what this house is? This is a house where you take stuff. Yes. You just start taking stuff. <laughs> He's like, you see those two elephants right there? You take the little one. I'll take the big yeah, exactly. one. I was like, nice. I was like, oh yeah. You know what, Beto? We should just start yeah. taking stuff. Yeah. So you didn't take the other one. Oh, man, now he's just got one. See? Yeah, just one elephant. Now the house is all off kilter. They call that case in the joint. Case in the joint, exactly. The feng shui is not happening, man. All right, uh, well, I cannot wait for the Wemby 
film breakdown. Me too. Right. Uh, <laughs> which is coming up. Uh, plus, are you planning on some stupidity? Oh, come on, Mace. Nah. They're giving us like 40 minutes. We're going to have some. Oh, that's right. You've only got 40 minutes. Home Run, run Derby's Derby. coming up. Home Run Why Derby. I sabotage your show. Yeah. No, Beto yeah. hung out all day. By I the heard. way, Beto is filling in for Ireland, who is on assignment. Uh, tomorrow, Beto will be here. Uh, so I'm excited about that. And coming Unless up next Greg morning, and I go to the betting cages, then find somebody else. Yeah. No, be here. Uh, <laughs> just be here by yourself. It's fine. We'll be. You'll be fine. Yeah. You're really good at it. Cappy will be your uh, engineer tomorrow. Don't worry. Cappy and Beto coming up Woo! next. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Bing, bada, bump. Bing, da, da, ding. Do, bada, bump, da, bump, pick a ding, da, da, bump. Beto Duran in for Shidano. What up, Cap? Yo, yo, yo. Good seeing you this weekend. Man, it was great to be with you on Saturday night at Michael Thompson's house, Julie yeah. Thompson's house, Clay Thompson's house, Rocco Thompson's crib. My house. You kind of took that place over, didn't you? Come on, man. Don't invite me twice. <laughs> Michael was happy because I was telling Michael, this looks great. Let me have one. Michael, looks great. <laughs> Bring another one out. So you were in the man cave when he gave us a tour, right? Yeah. The man cave that isn't really <laughs> decorated and all, all the stuff on the ground. No, it's kind of like my office where it's like just mail all piled up, papers everywhere. Yeah. Like uh, kind of a big mess. Yeah, Julie was upset. She's like, oh, I can't believe we brought you guys in here because the rest of the house, beautiful, spectacular, yeah. right. immaculate. Like then the man cave is... Yeah. The only trophies he has up are his Mandy's. Mm -hmm. On the ground is one of the kids' high school pictures. Mm -hmm. uh, these beautiful paintings of him uh, that was commissioned where his first game as a Laker, he's blocking Larry Bird's shot. Mm -hmm. He has a huge um, uh, painting of that. And it's on the ground. No frame. No nothing. <laughs> Just like, Michael, what are they? Then... His nine championship rings yeah. as a broadcaster, uh, as a member of the Lakers, uh, they're just in this one little box, like not oh, even must, on display. And he's just he, handing them around and everybody's like looking at him. Yeah. He must have had, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 championship rings in two different jewelry boxes. Yeah. And you're right. He was just pulling them out and handing them off to everybody. And to everybody in the room, everybody's like, oh my God, check this out. Oh, look at that. Hey, let me put that on. Yeah, and him. He's like, yeah. It's just you know, it's just part of my deal, you know. Yeah, it, it, I mean that's how great Michael and his wife are wonderful people. They're fantastic, and it was cool to be there. And I've always made the joke with Michael because he used to live by Rancho Santa Margarita High School mm -hmm. in Ladera Ranch, and that's where mm -hmm. the boys went to school. Mm -hmm. And uh, when my son used to play at the Ladera Sports Center around the corner from Michael's house, I'd always tell him, Mike, hey, I got a three four hour break. I'm coming over. Mm -hmm. And Nell was behind the gate. He's like, nope, they won't let you in. And he'd make some kind of Mexican joke, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, he's like, you can't come in. And finally, he we were able to go. I'm like, Michael, isn't this nice having people over? He's like, it's great. As soon as you guys leave, it'll be even better. <laughs> <laughs> so it was cool, but it was great. And uh, yeah, it was uh, wonderful. Good to see everybody in a non-working environment. I gotta say, it was the very first time that I've ever met John Ireland's wife, and she was a sweetheart. Mm -hmm. And really enjoyed spending some time with her, Lisa. Yeah, for, same with me. First time I've ever met her. The I've heard nothing but great things. Uh, but yeah, she was super nice. And it was yeah. one of those where, oh, hey, you you know so and so? No, not really. We've never met. We've heard of each other, but we've yeah. never met. Yeah, yeah. I know it was, and it was the first time that I was able to have meet John's wife, and then John's wife met my better half, mm -hmm. and so those two were like long lost, you know, sisters like right away. Yeah. And then um, to to meet Mason's. Uh, Juan, like good honestly, dude, right? It, right? Good it, dude. Like honestly, let, let me just tell you something right now. 
if I were gay, that's my kind of guy, okay? And by the way, and listen. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, and if Mason were straight, he and Rachel would be an item. I'm telling you right now. Like, we broke off into two and two. It was me and Juan, and it was Mason and Rachel, and I'm telling you right now. Mason straight, him and Rachel an item. Me, if I'm gay, we're tight. Or Juan in this case. That's, anyway. uh, that's, that's a Juan. lot That's a lot of names. Jeez, man. Like, Juan. I was very. Well, you know what? Hey, I was hey, convoluted all over the place. I don't exactly know what went where with who with Birdie. what. But yeah, uh, yeah. Here, here's the thing, Bergie. You ready for yes, this? I'm ready. So we know that Mace's guy, his name is not really Juan. It's what are you also not about? It's Juan. Well, it's not also Julio. Also, what Michael calls him, and it's not what I just called him either. Because Mason explained to me there's three layers of my man's name. I actually I don't even know his name. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's three layers. I've known him for years, and I don't really know his real yeah. name. No, he's got three different layers. I'm of always names. like, hey, yep. hey, guy. But he's cool because <laughs> he and I go way back to the USC tailgates. And then Mason actually told me, that he's like, you guys had a great conversation. I, he I, he learned so much about you. I'm like, no, he already knew that stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. But it was good times, man. The food was great. Everything was good. And, yeah. You know, it, was good, it was good to see uh, work people in a non-work setting and just relax and be in a good time. Sleeve yeah. was there. Lady Slee, so, Carlo, time with, Jorge, yeah. everybody. Everybody was there. It was good I try and I try and spend a little bit of time in particular just chatting it up a little bit with everybody's wife or girlfriend because no, no, because you that, don't, that, that, really, Laura, really. Well, Laura, what? What did Laura just say? Where was Cappy? He I wasn't come, saying anything. No, Cappy didn't he? come hang out with the the Rasa. We had our own little table. Oh, you guys were by the fire pit. I didn't see him so, over there. Yo, uh, me, sad. you, Briones, singing Mexicano, Salgrito. Boy, well, you yeah. guys really broke off from the group, huh? I mean, it really became segregated that quickly. Well, we really? were waiting for you to come over. Well, I was inside. Was, I was talking to Michael. Was I was talking to Clay. I'll tell you what was interesting. Talk to the little people. Beto, did you talk to Clay at all? No. Okay. Clay Thompson. Great right? kid. Great kid. And I say great kid. I don't really know the guy. Okay. All I know is what I see of him as a as an NBA star. And and he's one of those guys that if Michael didn't work with us at seven ten, I'd still love the guy. I'd be like. That's a great player. That's a great teammate. That's a champion. Mm-hmm. That's a guy who knows his role. It's a guy who's well taken care of. I mean, it's he's a good guy to cheer for. Yeah, absolutely. But, but having Michael as part of our crew, or us being part of his crew, and getting a chance to, to meet Clay not in a basketball uniform, in a basketball arena, after a game, you know, trying to leave the locker room. No, to meet him in his own house. Yeah. That was cool, man. Yeah, it's uh, I know Clay a little bit, right? And I and I did talk to him briefly. I was like, "Hey, your dad gave me some of the best advice when you were in high school." Because so when Clay was in high school, um, I this was early streaming, so mid two thousands. I did a couple of his games, right? Mm-hmm. These tournaments would have a, the great Hall of Famer Frank Burleson and I would do these games at like Ocean View High or something like that. You know, a, a tournament, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And Michael would walk in the building. I've told this story many times. I sound like John Ireland now. Not the same song, right? where he would walk in into the corner with his camcorder and just stand there and he'd walk out and never talk to his kid. And I was like, Michael, why do you do that? He said, because that's their time. Talk to him at home. Don't ever talk to him right then and there. And it was some of the best advice he ever gave me about being a parent. And I told Clay this and Clay just rolled his like, that's just because my daddy won't talk to anybody. (laughs) (laughs) So that was that that moment right there. And that was it. But like, I knew that there was other people there that really wanted to talk to him. So I just get out of the way. But but, 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 didn't Clay look like he just came from Target? He he was as chilled out and like as I'm at home. And the people on either side of me and the people in this neighborhood don't, they're not standing in front of my house like, hey, can I get an autograph? We were in his house and he's just a 33 year old kid. 
And the funny thing is, Beto, this is when you kind of know you're kind of you're getting a little older. When you're no longer like interested in, hey, Clay, Mr. Superstar NBA champion, boy, I want to talk to you, versus, hey, you're my colleague's kid, and you are a kid, and boy, I know your career, but I actually want to go back and talk more like high school and CIF and, yeah. and your younger years. And, and because, dude, when you have a chance to be around a person like Michael, and he's got a professional athlete as a kid, but what, not just one, two, and three, right. Like, you, as a parent, you'd love to talk to the parent. Like, hey, man, how'd you get two baseball players and an NBA player? Well, I'm 6'11". My wife is 6'2". Right. <laughs> that helps. But, 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 <laughs> but not everybody can make it. He, no, He exactly. didn't have one of three. He had three of three. Yeah. Talking to the dad Mikey, is one thing, yeah. but talking to the kids are another thing. Yeah, I, I actually know? was asking Clay real quick about the – the wine, where it came from, Diamond and Key. Mm-hmm. So it's the wine that he and uh, Cardinals Nolan Star Baseball. Nolan Arenado. Yep, because they grew up together and yeah. they're good friends. Yeah. Uh, they're just talking about and He's like, yeah, so the guy that who's actually the proprietor of the the vineyard, we play pickleball with him. Like, that's how it happened. Playing pickleball in the Bay Area. The guy's like, oh, I'm a venter. I went to UC Davis. He's like, oh, okay, we should do a wine. Okay, great. There it is. Now, yeah. And I'll tell you what, the rosé was really good. Damn right it was. It that's was why really, really good. Home, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't get the... The the gift bag. Yeah, I must have left before the gift bag. Well, was you had to go to Michael's room and take one of the bags oh, and oh. then just start stuffing stuff in oh. there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like self checkout at Target. You know, they're not really going to check everything. <laughs> That's great. Ain't nobody at the door. Ain't nobody at the light of the 405 say, hey. I love it. Hey, I'll tell you what my favorite part was. It seemed like everybody was having the same conversation. How long did it take you to get here? How long did it take you to get here? How long did it take you to get here? I was like, me? 45 minutes. I was like, wow, you're the closest to Michael. Right? South, South LA? No, nah, it was- No, nah, uh, mine wasn't that bad either. What's his name was closest? Travis. Oh, the boo? Travis was right around the corner. Oh, yeah. tra- that's right. Travis was. That's right. He beat he me. And uh, Mrs. Rogers is fantastic. Oh, she's I love her. super nice. I love her. I forget she's her name, great. but she's super nice. I think Travis's wife's name is, gosh, if I say the wrong name. Susan. Susan. Yes, Susan. gosh, I was going to say Susan, but then I'm like, if I say the wrong name, I'm going to look like a schmuck. Well, I call it Mrs. Rogers, you know, out yeah. of respect, so. No, they're very nice, man. I'm telling you, we had a great time. It was, it was awesome. Bergie. Yeah, what's up, man? God, you were missed, buddy. Thanks, man. You know? Yeah, it was, I mean, it really wasn't my fault. I wish I, wish I could have made it, but <laughs> I had a sick kid. Life happens. Life I happens. I know. Laura, I, I, I got to tell you, the boo gets big reviews, at least from, from my other half. Rachel loves the boo. Oh, I know. I mean, listen, he gets along with people, so. He knows how to behave. He does. Because, look, when you're not an industry person and you come to a you know an event like ours with coworkers, some people don't know how to react. Some people get ignored, and that's one of the hardest parts. So he was doing his own thing, which is perfectly fine, and not wondering, like, oh, where's Laura at? Where's Laura at? So he was talking with me because when Michael brought up the Cuban cigars, we were standing out there, and I'm like, I want to go home, bro. Like, I, I don't want to light the cigar. It's going to be at least a good 45 minutes. He's like, no, what you could do is this and this to save it. I'm like, oh, there you go, because the booze <laughs> on the cigar. So we had a good conversation. I didn't know he was an Army brat. Yeah. His, uh, yeah. A lot of his uh, navy, but yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that his uh, I, didn't know, I didn't know that his two siblings were both lawyers. Yeah, both of them. One's a real estate law, and the other one's personal injury. Man, I know. So, time I know. To step time, it up. I, Let's go. Get, he went to well, law no, school. he was. He, he was in he, law school. He, he hated it. He, he well, it doesn't like matter. It. Jacob and Ronnie is looking for him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what well, you hate. You gotta hate and and love making money. Dile, dile, porque no entiende. See, 
the last thing you need to do is tell me to talk to somebody. <laughs> right. <laughs> he likes you. He's like, I yeah, get it. <laughs> but I kept the I kept the civil because there's some. I, don't tell me to tell somebody to do something. Well, here's what I'm gonna tell you guys. You know, we're talking about this whole Saturday night. And I know we were all getting hit up on social media, like, hey, what's going on? How is it? What's going? What's you know happening? what happened, Cappy? Honestly. Yeah. You didn't see anybody on their phone on Saturday. No, nobody was Except posting. to take the pictures, and that was yep. it. Nobody was posting. Nobody was videos. really on their phone. That's right. great. It was great. It really was. But here's what I'm going to say. The family's going to expand. You know, we're going to go from what we were talking about, tight-knit and everybody there for this party, but it's going to expand exponentially this Friday night, all-star Friday night at the West Covina Sportsplex. The party and the live broadcast begins at 10 o'clock in the morning, and it goes all day. It's going to be Team Mace versus Team Slee, and the battle goes at 7 o'clock. All-Star Friday night presented by Rotolo Chevrolet and Capozio Buick GMC. Come visit Rotolo Chevrolet and Capozio Buick GMC and see what all the fun is about. It is on Friday night. Be there, sucker. All right, coming up, why was Wemby shut down? Beto breaks it down next on Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN. Oh, yeah, happy man. 710 day, July 10th, 710. Everybody's like wishing me a happy 710 day. I just feel like I'm <laughs> passing that on. I didn't like really think about it. And then people are like, hey, happy 710. I'm like, is that like happy 420? Close enough. I guess so. Close enough. What up, Cappy? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling really good. Beto Duran is in today for Shidano. I like how you took over the Mason show earlier. Just popping off? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I was here because I had some stuff to do in downtown, um, and I was just hanging out in the studio doing stuff. And then it, I jumped in there because they were talking about Otani, and I was telling Greg what to say. And then Greg, Greg's like, "Just go in there." I'm like, ah, so I just jumped in because I don't like to sabotage and jump in on shows like that. That's because they already had their vibe going on. And then uh, Mason, I just hang out. Here. That's what we do here, though, Beto. Just if you're here, go yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, if you're like like see why comes over to doing TV, Ramon and they're just doing TV, do that. But like, I've never really done that, so come out of nowhere but again once you open the door then i was like hey i heard something in the back i'm like no 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 let me jump back in there <laughs> you know they let me in once they ain't kicking me back out no cappy you know well beto it's 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 really not um travis and slee mason and i and sedano and cap it really is just one nine hour radio show oh, absolutely that includes beto duran ramona shelburne and the yeah. big cy and so on and so on and so on yeah yeah it was just one of those days where i was actually here Early, early mm-hmm. enough to do. So, so what happened? Cool. What was the Otani thing? Because I think one of you guys, I may have seen. Well, Greg on Twitter, hates Otani. How are we doing this again? <laughs> Greg, you don't like Otani? No, no, this is no, what, no. It's he's, just he's the trying. way people took it is like, oh, it's what not, they yeah. took took what is what? No, it, no, no, no. We, we were just talking about like if Otani stays with the Angels, right, um, and never goes to the playoffs, does right. that matter to him with his legacy and stuff like that? So, and Greg's making Greg makes a really good point, which is that he should want to be in the playoffs, that he should be in the World Series, that he should do that to, for, for his legacy to figure out exactly where he's going to stand as one of the all-time greats. Well, there's also more to it. Where, like, Why are you coming over here to the United States to play in Major League Baseball if you're just going to be happy being in a city where you're only going to make, the, you're never going to make the play? Yeah, and I said, you know, if you, I wouldn't be surprised if he stays in Anaheim and where it's easy, nobody bugs you, you're in anonymity, you've been there for six years and you have a lot of privacy because we don't know anything about him. But yesterday at the... Uh, all-star in in uh, Seattle, mm-hmm. he was asked, and his, his interpreter said that losing sucks right. per Otani. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, at the same time, what's he going to say? That, hey, we're okay, it's, everything's yeah, I fine? Really, I really enjoy the, the season we're having. Yeah, no. You know, look at me, I'm hitting so many home runs, and look at me, I'm mowing guys down, 
you know, as a pitcher, but um, I really like being like seven, eight, nine, ten games under five hundred right now. It's good. Feels good. Yeah, never making the playoffs once in his entire career at, in the Angels organization. Yeah, so we're, we're well, just talking about that. Well, let me ask you something. I mean, if if Trout's career ended this season, you'd look back at his career and you'd say he's one of the all-time greats, right? Correct. But oh, see, but, I, I stop it. Go correct. Go Greg goes to the butt. I go to the butt, which yeah. is he made the playoffs one time and he played three games and he had one hit. Okay, see, I, I would have a different remember. butt. I would have one, a totally one, different butt. He had one hit in three playoff games. It was a home run. But is that what they played Boston? I think it was Boston. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was like when long, the first it was a long time ago. He hasn't yeah. done, they haven't done anything since. So, so you would look at Trout and you'd look at his career and you'd say, hey, he's an 11-time All-Star. Amazing, and, and, incredible player, right. great defensive guy, great offensive player. Right. But he only went to the playoffs one time and he had one hit. I, okay, yes. so your, your butt is he only went to the playoffs one time and only had one hit? My butt is, but nobody saw it. That too. And I don't, listen, Angels fans, I'm not, listen, you guys are out there. I I was at that Angel game earlier this season, Beto, I don't know about you, I hadn't been to an Angels game in a while that night we went. Yeah. But it was, I was really surprised at how packed it was and how much passion there was for the Cinco team. Cinco de Mile on a Friday, though. It's okay. in May. May. Well, you know what, I'm going and Angel back. fans are always going to come out for their team on the weekends. It's a good, easy stadium to get into. Good entertainment. It's safe. You feel the energy. You feel the, the OC vibe there, but they're not really clamoring to say, oh, we demand better. Well, I'm, I'm going back uh, in August. I'm gonna, I'll have a different report for you. I mean, maybe it'll be different by then. But <laughs> Go on a Wednesday. Then let me know. Well, I mean, I think that we're doing – I'm trying to remember what day of the week it is. I think it is like a Wednesday or yeah. Thursday, believe it or not. But here's the thing. Um, yeah, if you're Otani and you came here from Japan, you came here to make money, but you came here to – Tell the world you're the best player in the world, and, and maybe, he's doing that. Maybe the best player that that we've all ever seen. And I agree with you, Beto. He is doing that on a team that is not winning. Yeah. Right now, at the break, Otani as a hitter, home runs first, slugging first, triples first, RBA third, uh, strikeouts he's fourth. You know, like ERA is low. Like he's doing it. On, he's just a freak, and it's awesome to watch. And Luckily, we're here to watch it on the West Coast where we can see him. And then we carry the games here on 710. But I just, I, my point was, I wouldn't be surprised if he just stays in Anaheim where it's nice and easy and you have the anonymity and nobody bugs you. And you get 600 million and there you go. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me either. I mean, if they can pay him, it would. Sur- Look, I know everybody thinks that he's automatically gone from Anaheim because of everything Bergie is saying. He's, he's never going to win. They don't win. Look at how long they've had Trout. Look at how great Trout's career is. And what does he have to show for it in the postseason? Absolutely zero yeah, right now. And if you don't produce, somebody's buggy. Look, in San Diego, Machado's down there, right? Huge contract. You guys are ripping him because he's not doing this, not doing that. But are you really ripping him? Does he really care? No, he just goes along the way. If Machado doesn't want to talk, is he being held to the fire? Not really. Right? You know that you know that Machado told the, the the media, "I don't have time for you guys," and walked out. <laughs> he I can mean, you can get away with that, right? Down there. He can do that exactly. Whereas you're not whereas doing it in, in L.A. or New York. No, in New York, like Buck Showalter of the Mets has to sit there and and you know there's a feeding frenzy. Yeah, you know the 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 chum is in the water. Anaheim, nobody there. Exactly. There's. Well, Two he, writers and one of them is MLB.com. When when Machado was in LA too, I mean he in the postseason when he when he blew the bubble as he was running to first base, yeah. that was all that was talked about. When he said, I'm not Johnny Hustle. Yeah. That was all that's talked about and still talked about now. Yep. Still Nobody thinks about any of that stuff down in San Diego not because at all. it's just not a big deal down there. Because you can get away with it. You're the you biggest can, fish and there it is. Do well, whatever you, you want. You're also a you're an easy guy to hate when you're on somebody else's team, and then you have no choice, but you've got to love him when he's on your team. 
Exactly, because there's nothing else to do. Oh, I hated him when he was a Dodger. He drove me nuts. Mm-hmm. I could not stand it at all. I was ready for him to go. I was happy he left. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't like him as a yeah, Padre. He's not your kind so. of guy. You don't, oh, see, there you go. You don't, yeah. like, you don't like him as a Padre no, either. I, I like him. <laughs> like, if that's the dude My that kind of guy. If that's the dude that's your team leader, you're in trouble. Oh, no, he can't be your leader. Well, he is, right, Cappy? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, he can't be, though. No, he's but he be is. The two. Yeah, but he's not. He's not. So, anyway, it's it just, I really think that um, the Otani thing, somebody, somebody called him soft. Was it you Come better on. called him soft? No, I didn't call him soft. On Twitter, did you call him soft? No, that was sarcasm. Oh, so he's hard. No. Relax. <laughs> you relax, Gabby. Well, I mean, you know, like uh, like the movie, Get Hard, you know what I mean? Isn't that the movie? <laughs> right? That is a movie. Like, so correct. soft is the opposite of hard, so, is it not? Troy Lake tweeted, the WBC showed how competitive Otani is. Come mm-hmm. on now, he's nothing remotely close to Trot. He's not soft. I roll back. Soft! <laughs> Three exclamation marks. Come on, Cappy. Yeah, forget, uh, what's that other thing we're supposed to be doing? Uh, threads? Forget threads. Can we get a, a sarcasm font on Twitter and we'll be yeah, all right. You need it. Yeah. Hey, um, speaking of soft, let me ask you guys this question. Is uh, Bergie, is your boy Wemby soft because he's already been shut oh, down after two on. games? He's soft. He's a bust. He's nah, a bust. Oh, my He's God. a bust. He was, al- he was always going to be shut down after yes. two games, especially against, after the Scoot game. That was, all, that was always going to be it. A bust. Wow, you went, you're going hard on the bust. He's a bust. Come I thought on. people were killing 40 me minutes for that. into the show. He's a bust. He's gutless. Oh. Remember that game on Friday? How much were you excited that he was so oh, he's terrible dropping 50. on Friday? Oh. oh, my God. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I'm like, come on, dog. You're 7-3. You can't, you can't be missing dunks like that. Cappy, when did he play the second game? Let's see. Today's Friday. Uh, did he play yesterday? I don't know. Yeah. You, you don't know either, so you can't call him oh, soft. I did. No, I'm only joking. But the thing is, is that in in he's a 19-year-old kid, and they didn't have any plans to, like, why are they going to exert this kid? Why are they going to put any miles on these tires? Why are they going to risk any chance of getting hurt? And, and just the reporting today, he's been shut down as if, hey, what's wrong with him? Did he already snap his leg? Like, what happened? Cappy, it worked. It got you in a frenzy. Yeah, Look at you. I know. You know, most lottery picks only play two games, two, three games in summer league, and then that's it. Yeah, I could buy that. And then they get the kids that they signed to, you know, free agent contracts. Let them play. The kids that might be going to Europe to play or the ones who are going to G League, those are the ones playing summer league right now. Why risk guys like Chet yes. Holmgren getting yeah. hurt or Zion getting hurt yes. or any of those other dudes Oh, there it is hurt. on the ticker. Shut down. Yeah, shut he down. shut down. Shut down. He's he on the ticker, down. Cappy. But now wait, Breaking now Lindsay news. baseball. Shut down. Right. Now Lindsay, now the story goes though that Wemby here shut down after two games and now he's going he he's just getting away from all of us and everybody that's been chasing him and Britney Spears and security and TMZ and mostly the media. Wemby says now he's shutting it down and he's going into hiding so he can just ball. Lindsay, is that what he he, said? Yeah, he said he plans to disappear from the media. He said he's just completely exhausted and he just wants to just wants to hoop. Nothing else. Smart. Yeah, he didn't go to that big uh, Fabletics party uh, on Friday or Saturday. I think on Friday that way he could get the rest for that. He's not like he's been a pro for a few years already, so he knows what to do. He's not going to go out there. It's like, but but don't you think that him saying like, oh, I don't want to do all this media stuff, like. He has to. That's part of his job. Like, no, right? but you know what, Lindsay? It's soft, Lindsay. He's soft. <laughs> He's gutless. He's soft. And gutless. But it's this is one thing about, you know, you do the media, but when you get to Vegas or Summer League and 
every single camera is following your every move. On Friday, before he even took the court, there was a crew assigned to him. There was another crew that was following that crew around him. So he couldn't go anywhere else on the oh, court. Oh, poor baby. Lanzi, calm down. I'm oh. just saying, this is part of it. When you've never done it, it, it gets old quick. So it's like, wait a minute, if I don't have to do this, let me go. Like doing the media interviews at the sessions, one thing. But, you know, ESPN and the NBA are going to make sure they get enough out of him, enough footage that you can post up there and do the, everything else for it because it's July. There's nothing else Tell to do. Tell that to LeBron. What, LeBron didn't go through that in Summer League? Yeah, but he, he at 18, he didn't go he through it. He went through it, it during Cle- high school. Not this much, Linz. There was no social media when LeBron was in high school. Man, okay, he has. He I has mean, go ahead. The, no, I was gonna say even now. So, like, I mean, LeBron's LeBron's the most okay, covered okay, and scrutinized player here, ever. Here, say it to LeBron. LeBron's kids don't do this because LeBron doesn't let his 18, 19 year old son. His kids aren't in the NBA yet. But LeBron's kid were never allowed to do any media. But when they're in the NBA, they're Wemby have was to, sixteen right? and was doing this. Okay, well, you just said he's not used to it. So yeah, he's is not. It? He's well, not used to it? it. So if he's not used to it and all of a sudden you get thrown into it, I'll, like, wait a minute, if I don't have to be around this, why am I going to? He's not looking for the spotlight, even though he's been in the spotlight since he was born. Okay. You have that much hype that's around you. You need to be able to handle that yeah. type of hype. I mean, that's just reality. LeBron, you're talking about LeBron. He was on the cover of SI as like a 16 And he also put Chosen One on his back. Right, you know? yeah. Did all of the, yeah, Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. He, he had all a crown. Things. He had a crown before the monarch had, had put him into that position. Yeah. The king. That's right. Uh, to, to be continued here, um, a couple of things. Coming up, Mookie Betts, we're moments away from the smallest guy ever to be in the home run derby. We'll get to that. And... What is LeBron going to do when his playing career is over? Laker fans are going to be very happy because LeBron's going to be around for a really long time. I'll explain. Monday afternoon on Sedano and Cap. Beto's in for Sedano. Short show today because we're heading over to the ESPN radio broadcast of the Home Run Derby tonight. Yeah. Roxy Bernstein, man. <laughs> yeah, Roxy Bernstein does the play-by-play. Bouchambi with the host, the Boogly Boogler. Yeah, uh, Doug Glenville with the analyst. It's interesting to hear on radio that like, you're like, "How does that work?" And then you're driving around and you're like, "Because if you're a good broadcaster, you can." As they say, "It's like crema al taco, put a little extra, you know, a little extra mustard on it, right?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you can, you're a broadcaster. You're like, "Oh, you know, throw a little extra oomph in there." Right. I'm telling you, it used to be the Bermanisms. You know, every yeah. year. Yeah, on TV. Yeah, it'll be cool. And Mookie's in the home run contest. Five foot nine. I mean, these guys in the home run contest, you think about them as being like monsters. Six five, two fifty, you know, old school. Mark McGuire, just monsters. Yeah. And and even now, you know, you look at Vlad Guerrero Jr. or Pete Alonzo, where the names that you actually know in this home run derby. J Rod. And, and there's little Mookie Betts. With his, how many home runs? Is it? 26 home 26 runs going home into runs, the yeah. All-Star break. And he's a little guy. Mm-hmm. To me, this is like Spud Webb in the yeah. old school slam dunk contest. 5'7 Spud Webb winning the right. dunk contest with the Hawks. Great uniforms. Yeah. See, like, that's what this is to me. This is the little guy playing amongst the big guys. I can't help it. I got to root for Mookie Betts to win this thing, Yo. even though he's downplaying it. Y'all, he's total sandbagging. Oh, I'm just a little guy. I'm just here because my wife wanted me to do it. I'm not even going to try that hard. Yet, there were stories in the LA Times, OC Register by good friend Bill Plunkett, and The Athletic, all about Mookie's home run prowess, how he's hitting, right? So he's doing interviews about this, and 
Uh, one of them was pretty cool was that J.D. Martinez, who you'd expect to be in the home run contest, and he thought he was going to do it, but Mookie decided to do it. And J.D. even said during batting practice, Mookie doesn't hit home runs. He's always working on the line drives and where he's going, where he's going, where he's going during the game, that if he wants to crank it up, he can't. So this is going to be interesting to see Mookie's approach. But there was also a cool little quote that Mookie had that when he was in Little League and started because he was so little, like he was the kid like, oh, come on up, come on up. He can't, no power, no power. And then his mom told him, we'll just hit it over their heads. And that's what he started doing. So, yeah. you know, working with the Dodgers hitting coaches, um, they, they put some thought into this, man. You know, well, they I'm thought just, about But I was it. watching the pregame, though, yeah. and they have they had Mookie and they were showing his warmups. And he wasn't hitting a lot of home runs. Nah. In fact, I don't even know if I saw him hit any home runs. And he kind of joked around, Mookie said, hey, look, all these guys hit these monster home runs. And they're like, yeah, but Mookie, you've got 26 home runs. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what are you, you're not a home run hitter? He's like, yeah, but mine are all like 384 feet. As long as it goes over the fence. Mm-hmm. Line drives down the right field line, clear the fence. And also, hey, all those big guys, they get tired. Mookie's in great shape. I think he might sneak one in there, man. I think. Oh he, man, that'd be cool. If man. he can get into the final, the little guy, come on, that'd be cool. A Dodger in there. So hey, um, I want to say that I think I've kind of figured out LeBron's deal, like what he's going to do. Um, With, I, I I've been seeing this video that's been running around on Twitter of LeBron coaching his younger son. Oh, Have you seen this video? I got some intro info for you on that, my man. Go ahead. Dude, go, on, go on with this. Go on. Here's what I think is going to happen. Here's my theory now. You ready? Oh, I, yeah. LeBron wants to play with Bronny, right? But he may or may not be able to. Mm-hmm. But you know what else he could do? He could coach his kids in the NBA. Like, I'm watching LeBron oh. <laughs> coach right now, and he's like a regular dad. I mean, other than the fact that, you know how like when LeBron is playing and he's fouled on every single play he's he's the same as a coach and he's schooling these referees like i'm lebron i'm telling you that's a foul i think lebron's going to be a coach and i think he's going to coach his sons in the nba are you seeing these videos (laughs) okay so these videos came from the peach jam the eybl that Mm -hmm. nike puts on in atlanta it happened this week um lebron's team didn't even make it to the finals so they lost (laughs) <laughs> What's well, that's not on the coach? Oh, that's, it's that's not on the, the players. Oh, it's the players' fault. Okay, okay. It's not on the coach. Oh, it's not really? On LeBron. No, really? LeBron was, LeBron yeah. was awesome. Oh, it's, okay. It's, hey, it's the referee's fault. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. it's the ref's fault. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They the didn't even get fault. to the semis. Blue they came home early. It's the they had to get fault. new flights. Uh, actually, uh, Carlos Boozer's kid, his team won. Oh well, uh, it's yeah. So fault. <laughs> it's not it's not LeBron's fault. I tell you that right now. I promise. Uh, you. Yeah. So the Peach Jam in, in, uh, in Atlanta, the EYBL put on. So LeBron was coaching uh, Bryce uh, James's team. Mm-hmm. On that team, it's stacked. Uh, one of them being Elsie Harrington, who goes to St. John Bosco, uh, who I was a good friend of my son's. Uh, also, Trent McLean, Don McLean's son. Was mm-hmm. on that team, and then mm-hmm. they had a kid from Vegas, teams, kids from all over. It's like it's just it's just stacked, right? The yeah. best, but this is the Nike circuit. Adidas has their own version. Under Armour has their own version. So LeBron was out there, and Rondo was the assistant coach for that. And um, you know, LeBron was there. He's not going to coach, man. He has yeah, way too many outside interests going on. But LeBron, but, it wants to be an owner of but, a team. I'm telling you right now, it, no. as much as as much as I would normally agree with that, seeing him coaching his kids 
and seeing how involved he is, and then seeing him like yeah, afterwards Kepi, shaking the hands of the other. Those are kids. Those are sixteen-year-old kids who are impressionable. Right, and guess you're what? not doing that to a thirty-four-year-old salty vet who's like, man, where am I playing time? At? No, but but you are to a twenty-three-year-old group of kids like the Lakers are becoming. LeBron's going to coach this Lakers team this no, year. Oh my god! Then he's going to play the following oh my year, god. and then he's going to wind up being the oh coach of the my Lakers. God. Yeah, he's going to be the coach, or he could just get the Vegas expansion team and own it. And, and coach his, it. And, put, oh, okay. and play for it. How did coaching work out for Jerry West? Yeah, LeBron's, LeBron thinks differently, though. LeBron is like, I can do that. I can do that. Are you talking LeBron's about real like, Jerry West, or are you talking yeah. about uh, the Showtime The show? Showtime Jerry West. No, yeah. Because <laughs> two different people. Cappy. Bergie, is there a news story that's happening He's right not now? coaching anything. I think he is. Oh, my goodness. I like Cappy's way. All right, so, uh, yes, Keith Smith, NBA, and, and it was confirmed by Jovan Buha. Oh. D'Angelo Russell's new two-year contract with the Los Angeles Lakers is guaranteed for $36 million. Oh, the second season is a player option. Russell has 700000 in incentives in each season of the deal. And in addition, Russell waived his implied no-trade clause, which is oh. something that you could not do before this new CBA. So now in a two-year deal, you were not usually allowed to waive a no-trade clause. Now uh-huh. you're able to. And because he waived it, they have flexibility when it comes to the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, hey, listen, it's it's good. I think interesting. It's, I think it's good for D'Angelo Russell too. So when Coach LeBron doesn't want him, right, he could trade him. Right, that's exactly right. And by the <laughs> way, did you say that the contract was it was a guaranteed thirty six million? Yes. Okay, so great. So I'm getting my money whether I'm playing for the Lakers or I'm playing for somebody else. And I would normally say I don't want to have a trade clause. I I want to have a no trade clause. But in this case, hey, if if things aren't going well, if I'm not playing as much, if LeBron's not nice to me, if all of a sudden somebody wants me gone, hey, I'm out of here. Mm. I'm gone. Like that. Cappy, do you feel old today? I a little. Did uh it's the Clay Thompson thing got yeah. me the other night. Okay. You know who got drafted today in baseball? Tell me. Fifth round by the Colorado Rockies out of UCLA at Miracosta High School. Kyle Keros. Oh, Eric Keros's kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's some kids. You're looking at the name. You're like, that's so-and-so's kid? That's really? so-and-so's kid? Wow. You know? Like, no, he's got to go him. to the Blue Jays because they have all the kids in the Blue Jays. Yeah, the Blue the, you They know, got the Bichette kid. Yep. They got the Vlad kid. Yeah. And then uh, the, the Biggio kid. Yeah, the first high school kid drafted out of California was uh, Ralphie Velasquez out of Huntington Beach. So Yeah, I saw that. I was watching the I, – Because I know you I, know some kids down in the San Diego. I do, and I, and I watch the Major League Baseball draft every year because I'm always cu- uh, curious to see, you know, where they're pulling kids, Florida, yeah. LSU, uh, but then the high school kids, you know, and they're usually – The kids that you coached against. You know? So many kids. I mean – and and then I'm watching kids, uh, four kids that I've known since little league that are yeah. you know, finishing up their college careers. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Angel's got a kid named Alberto Rios out of Stanford, third rounder, shortstop, went to Bosco, and he used to play for a club team called Tomateros here in Southern California. So, shout out to him, third round. And I remember him when he was like eight years old. Like, how about that? Yeah, man. Getting old, Cappy, getting old, but well, that's still the, feel young, baby. Still feel yeah, young. Yeah, but, that, but that's why I enjoyed I visiting with Clay Thompson the other night. It was cool. Because it wasn't Clay Thompson, the superstar basketball player. It was Clay Thompson, the kid who won a high school state championship around the corner, and it was at his mom and dad's place. On a you know? Saturday night and looking like he just came from Target. I'm telling right. you, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. He really looked like, I mean, his T-shirt might have been like $100, but still. You know, Laura, uh, seemed like... Um, Seemed like Clay Thompson and the Boo really. Oh, hit it get out of here! Seriously, just because the Boo's better looking. No, well, the Boo has a look. So Clay looks at him and he's like, "Now this guy looks interesting." And then he looks at me and he's oh, like, "You look hey, very not, boring." Hey, all I know is that they follow each other on Instagram now. Oh, hell to the yeah! Mm-hmm. Nice, very nice. They're friends now. 
How about that? They friends. No. Not that kind of friends. Wait, Aldrich Gonzalez on TV. What's up? Bye, Cappy. Right. Hey, home run derby. Sedano back tomorrow. Enjoy it, everybody. Peace out.